Thank you for joining us for this week's 908 message. 908 is a contemporary, student-led ministry based out of Concordia St. Paul. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We hope you join us some Wednesday night and are blessed through the words of our speaker. Um, I pray that you would bless her message and that her words would be your words and that you would use them. Um, And I pray that you would open the hearts of all of us listening tonight, uh, that we can hear and receive what you want us to hear and receive um, in this message about you. Uh, In your name we pray. Amen. Um, Hello, everyone. So my name is Bethany. I'm a third year here at Concordia in the Christian Ministry Program. Um, And tonight, if you didn't catch the theme, we're going to talk about Christmas for a little bit. um, Because I really love the Christmas story, and it's my favorite time of year. Um, I know some people, like, don't really like Christmas as much, but I hope that you can still learn something from this, um, no matter how you feel about Christmas. Um, So I feel like most people are familiar with the Christmas story. Um, If you're not, we'll do a brief overview in a little bit. But I just want you to shout out some of your favorite parts of the Christmas story. Jesus. Good answer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The angels. Okay, yeah. So there's a lot of different components to the Christmas story. Um, We just read this out of Luke. Um, And this is something that my family memorizes every year. Um, We'll do Advent devotions and we work on memorizing the Christmas story. So this is a story that's been really special to me for a long time. Um, So I'm just going to read that again. It might be a little bit different because my translation is slightly different. Um, So Luke 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in claws and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So in this story, we have the angels. We have Jesus, obviously. There's no donkey. Sorry, Nathan. Um, But ever since I've been little, I have loved verse 19. Um, which says, But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And I can't tell you, like, why as a little child this verse stuck out to me so much, but it's just always been my favorite verse. Um, And since coming to college, this verse has taken on greater meaning in my life. So Christmas is a busy time of year for students. How many of you have papers and projects that you need to finish and tests to study for? 
Yeah, we all have stuff going on. It's not really a season of rest in Christmas. The last couple weeks of school are so busy, and I barely have time to take care of myself, much less think about things outside of schoolwork. Um, so for people who know me, you probably know that my brain is always working. Um, no matter what I'm doing, I'm usually thinking about all the assignments I still have to do, and the different events that are happening on campus that I want to go to, and the random conversations that I've had with my roommates in the last couple days. It's really hard for me to take time to stop and think about something else, even when I even when I know I have assignments coming up that I haven't finished. Even when I'm sitting in chapel, I find it really hard to just sit down and think about something other than all the things that I have to do. So my freshman year of college, finals went really close to Christmas Day. And when I got home, I felt like it couldn't be Christmas in three days because I wasn't mentally ready for it to be Christmas Day. My dad is a pastor, and so my family doesn't travel a lot on Christmas because we have a million church services to be at. But because of that, we've created a lot of really special memories and traditions within our family. And those are things that I didn't get to celebrate when I was at school. Um, I tried doing an Advent devotion by myself, but even then my mind was so focused on schoolwork and on finishing my finals and on spending time with friends before going home that I found it really hard to concentrate. All in all, I just felt unprepared and rushed into Christmas, and this was a disappointment to me because Christmas is such a special time of year for my family and for me. Um, so next year, my sophomore year, we were getting close to the end of November and I was getting excited for Christmas. We could put Christmas lights up in our rooms again. <laughs> um, and I wanted to feel more prepared for Christmas and ready for the season. Um, and for some reason, as I was thinking about this, this verse from Luke kept popping up into my brain, this um, verse about Mary. So I wrote it on a whiteboard and I spent a lot of December thinking about it. I think because I'm an introvert, I relate to Mary in this verse. Um, she's just gone through a lot of really crazy things. Like, first an angel appeared to her. Like, that would be terrifying in itself. And then the angel tells Mary that she's pregnant. Which, like, in Mary's day, if you're pregnant and you're not married, that usually means that you're going to be stoned. So, like, that's not an exciting thing to happen to Mary. Um, then near the end of her pregnancy, she finds out that she has to make a 70-mile journey to her future husband's hometown, Bethlehem. And if that's not enough, when they get to Bethlehem, she goes into labor, and they don't have a place to stay. So she's now in a stranger's home with no one around her that she knows except for this guy. And she's giving birth to the Savior, and then has nowhere to lay him except for in a manger, which is a feeding trough for animals. And then... Random shepherds show up that Mary doesn't know. Like, can this girl not get a break? <laughs> like, I hang out with people for a couple hours, and I'm exhausted. I need to just be by myself and relax. And Mary's just had all these crazy things happen to her, and then a bunch of strangers show up. Um, so... I can't even imagine how tired and overwhelmed Mary is at this point. And I really love that in this moment of chaos, Mary takes time to herself to reflect and to treasure these moments in her heart. Now, I am not comparing giving birth to Jesus as like final season for college because those are very different things. But right now, you might feel like you're just getting hit with one thing after another and you're not getting a break. College is really hard. And one thing after another makes it easy for, to forget to take time to stop and rest during the Christmas season and focus on something other than the assignment you have due tomorrow that you haven't started yet. Um, so tonight, um, as we move into prayer time, we're going to start with a couple minutes of personal reflection and prayer. And I really encourage you to take this time to rest. 
Rest in the knowledge that in just over a week, finals will be over. Rest in this space with these people around you who are here to worship our God. And most importantly, rest in the knowledge that you have a God who loves you no matter what. God came to earth at Christmas and lived a human life. He knows the craziness of life on this earth, and he understands everything you're going through right now. He experienced all this chaos and then took it all on the cross, and he died for your sins and for my sins and for the sins of the whole world. Three days later, he rose from the dead and restored our relationship with God. Unlike a grade, there's nothing you can do to earn this love and salvation. It is a free gift from God for all people, and this is certainly something to treasure and ponder. Um, so let's pray, and then we'll move into a little bit of time of reflection. Dear God, thank you for this time tonight to worship you and to celebrate um, the coming of Christmas and the season and the end of finals. Um, please bless us all with a good week as we finish studying and get all of our finals, and give us a spirit of rest tonight, and allow us to rest in the knowledge that you have come and you have defeated sin and evil already, and there's nothing we can do to earn your love, because you've already given everything for us. Amen. God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Go in peace.